didn't I didn't silence my phone. I got a a new notification. Uh, Can you spell from the new the, in this context? New notification. <laughs> How would you it's, spell it's new uppercase and notification? Uh, lowercase u with an um, umlaut, right? Umlaut. What the fuck? <laughs> you know the you know that corn Wait. song that goes like umlaut, the umlaut, that you know, like that. I think that's what it is. <laughs> Wait, don't we do a thing to count into the show where we say "Let's kick butt"? Or something? Yeah, but that was that was the butt. Okay, this is a great segue. This is a great segue. But that was cheek one. Maybe. That was cheek one of butt rock. And for listeners returning to the show, which this podcast is the show called Dan and Brave Presents, um, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus. Yeah, hiatus. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, from our butt rock <laughs> mini series where we dove deep between the cheeks and uh, explored <laughs> the regions. How long has it been, Dave? Sorry, I didn't mean to say your name. We didn't. No, I, you know, I, again, don't subscribe to that. Uh, not saying But please subscribe to the podcast. Yourself. Yeah. Like and subscribe. <laughs> please. Uh, no, no. Uh, we haven't done this since Dick Turd <laughs> dove. December or what was the name? Just I don't remember. Dick down December. Yeah, December was the last release of uh, last release. of a butt rock ep- episode. The last right. one we did was the post scrunch, right? I think that was no, no, because no, that actually the last thing we did was the submission listener suppository. Uh, okay. Listener suppository. Yes. Your listener suppositories. We listened to songs that you guys were asking. Is this song butt rock? Help me out, and we helped you out. We put a label on it. But or not, and it, that was our submissions too, right? Was it yes. both? Yeah, yeah, because we are listeners at the pod, so <laughs> we belong to the category of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not. Sorry, me and Dan are. Uh, so, but that's a good, uh, a good bridge into this episode, which is, you know, under the butt rock umbrella. But this is, you know, what? Before I even say this, finish the sentence. My name is Presenter Brandon, aka. Uh, asked on Tushio. Is that the name that was suggested to us by Mike online? Oh, no. He said uh, Brent, Brandonk. 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 Yeah. Tushio. Yeah. Uh, w- uh, welcome back to the show. I'll finish saying what I was saying after, because we have to introduce a guest, too. You're right. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, you're correct. All correct. Presenter number two, presenter Danny here. Um, oh, man, I forget. It's a good one, right? It's uh oh stink stinkson hold on it was stinkson was the last name um, Danal D- oh yeah of course Danal? of course Danis first name Danal yeah first name Danis yeah Danis or Danal stinkson stink shit right stink or, shit. and then not stink yeah stink the when working the stink shift yes and also stink shit it was like a combination of like five or six different things but yeah, yeah. Dan Danal Danis Stink shift, stink shit. Those are the main ones. Butt rock. We're throwing a lot of shit at the wall. Happy to be back in this format. I think a true, a true fan favorite flagship format of the show. I think we've, I think we've been yeah. lying to ourselves for years, calling all the other formats fan favorites. Three hundred episodes later, <laughs> the the most fan interaction we've ever gotten. I think this format really. Yes. I, I mean, it's the most accessible. Right. And 
me and Dave ranked it as our number one show, basically of twenty. 21 when we when we ranked the podcast brandon did not do that he forgot about it he doesn't like it <laughs> he doesn't yeah, like just, doing it it was too recent it was recency bias recent okay anti um but yeah <laughs> really happy to be back love doing this and happy to get into this new, another area of butt rock and butt rock adjacency which we'll introduce in a minute but we still have one more presenter of course yes and i'm a third presenter three being the most important number of the three because it looks like a ass. No, I am the most important. I didn't say that. You're, you're not taking this from me. I forgot to say it. I am presenter number two. Number Three two. Three looks like a butt. The shit. That's the most important. Right, right. I forgot sorry. to say that as well. Sorry. It's been it's been a few months. Sorry. Continue. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I will not let you take that ass throne from me. Arguably very important number um, <laughs> when it comes to butts and asses. The number three. Uh, that's me. Presenter number three. Usually, Dave Cologne, on this series, I drop the accent over the second O and become Dave Colon. But I also want to announce that since it's no longer November, so it's no longer no but November, it's no longer no dick December, <laughs> because it's not December, we're in April now. So I want to introduce the new month label... Uh, for this cheek two of everything but rock, I would like to introduce Ape Really Big Ass April. <laughs> Ape Really Big Ass April. Welcome to the month. Feels great to be here. D- Dan, I think that flag of the flagship is is like anchored firmly into the butthole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it. in there. Yeah. It's like when... Uh, the, the guy on the astronaut put the MTV flag on the moon uh, all those years ago. It's firmly there for the fans. And uh, anything else I wanted to say? This, this is Cheek 2. We did Cheek 1. The first six episodes of Everything But Rock was Cheek 1. We like Jesus or turning the other cheek. Cheek 2. Cheek 2. Cheek 2. Um, six more uploads of Everything But Rock. <laughs> Dave, wait! I love ape really big ass. I do. You, yeah. you missed a, you missed a, an obvious one. I think. Ga- what, what did I? Gape roll. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That was very obvious. Gape roll. How did I miss that? <laughs> Damn. Gape roll. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm also presenter uh, Fanny. I didn't say that. Fanny. Fanny. Obviously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So we missed Fannyuary. Um, Fannyuary. We skipped. We skipped over that. I'll think of the other months, maybe. But Gapril, I think, must be said. <laughs> February dairy. Okay, yeah, dairyary. Yeah, dairyary. Yeah. Dairy, dairyary, or dairyary, dairyary. That could have been February. <laughs> dairyary. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, now we yes. we have a guest for the first time farch. in Far- farch. quite a while. Farch. 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 Yeah. For March. Farch. That's good. Um, tweet at us your suggestions. Damn, what for could the have months. been fart? Fart could have been F A R T C H. Fart. So we missed all those months. Those are great months. Oh uh, man! All right, we messed up. We should have never done that. That tournament. Legends I was like, what did we? I forgot. Tournament. What did we record? Yeah. Was, we did that whole tournament the whole month. But uh, so, but our our guest is a. 
a hybrid it's this is a hybrid guest hybrid in person guest hybrid over zoom guest uh yeah we're, tr we're trying out this hybrid theory yeah. <laughs> oh nice uh, yeah we're doing a back to office hybrid work model like just, yeah. just, just a couple days in the office just two got, or three days a week yeah, yeah. got to protect our real estate investments <laughs> and i think the i mean we can come up with a couple of nicknames but i mean the 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 name is it kind of writes itself this is um now listeners don't get confused because his first name is dave uh but this is new dave and you with the umlaut dave dave lopez uh from uh, well he's not from philly but he lives in philly too and i mean what what more ass name do you need than lopez <laughs> Dilo. yeah it's yeah i've i've, I've gotten that since what oh like true <laughs> Dilo. so yeah it's the, the idea just imagine me with the biggest ass <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you can differentiate me yeah with other dave yeah just bigger ass bigger ass my ass is pretty big too i don't want to say it's not but it's not d-low <laughs> level ass hugeness <laughs> uh so welcome to the show dave dave uh hello hey i'm happy to help us flush this down the toilet once for an all <laughs> once once and for all excuse me i've had too many visies so dave well he listened to the show he'd listened to the butt rock show mm-hmm yeah I was in Costa Rica at the time. Me and my wife were driving around in the middle of the night, uh, driving around a volcano in the middle of the night. Earth's um, butt. It's, it's kind of like a, an anus to the to the netherworld, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And as we were circling that, that precipice, uh, we decided to put on, you know, to waste all of our available Wi-Fi or, or <laughs> sorry, all of our available data. <laughs> For my my travel plan to listen to you guys, I should have just downloaded the, the, yeah. the episode rather than stream it in the middle of fucking nowhere. But yeah, no, we we listened to the butt rock song, and for the rest of our trip, we were just, you know, I, I would just, I, I just told my wife at every moment that I, I love the way she smacks my ass. <laughs> it was it was really hard not to say that. In public and around people who were only speaking Spanish <laughs> while we were ordering, you know, delicious seafood at like a nice coastal restaurant. So I just love the way you smack my ass. So, yeah, it was um, you ruined my trip, basically. That's kind of what I'm trying to say. And, and this is my payback by my making you listen to all of the stuff we're going to listen today. So the whole series, all every Butt Rock episode you listen to or, or just the first one? We ran out of um, data <laughs> okay. in the middle of the second episode. Okay, so that's uh, that, okay. Yeah. That's the worst one. That was like mostly Dave shit. Okay, so that's yeah. <laughs> that's that's the origins one, right? The second one. That's the yeah. like we were talking about stuff in like the seventies and the eighties and stuff. Like yeah, well, yeah. We yeah. still we still haven't said what we're doing here today. One of the things that happened when we were going through the listener submissions and our submissions is. You know, with the butt rock stuff, it's not, it's not, it's a case by case basis. It's not just about the band. It was about the song. Like there was a certain attitude when Pat was on the show where like we all just kind of felt it when it was butt and when it was not. So some of the submissions, specifically Mauricio's, were rang the bell of new metal, which, which is what we were going to, which we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So we're going to basically do a condensed version of, of that and, we picked kind of the ones the three of us agreed were like 
represented the things that we saw as new metal, which we'll get into. And then uh, new Dave here submitted this very thorough playlist that I did listen to the entire thing uh, yesterday. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was yeah, that's, that's I mean, it, it that was sucks. In, <laughs> it was enlightening. It, it sucked, but it was enlightening. And uh, so it, my biggest takeaway is that it's very similar to but in that when you know it's new metal, you know, like it, 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 sure. it, it really is like a specific thing. So, yeah, um, I think it's also important to like say that new metal is an actually acknowledged genre. Like mm-hmm. butt rock is way more subjective as we, we've discussed throughout this series. Some people think like warrant is butt rock. Right. And yeah. that's completely different from what we're talking about here. So new right. metal is definitely more of a legitimate genre. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be good to have Dave here with this because he even wrote out some like sub new genres. <laughs> because so, like new Dave is trying to take the throne away from old Dave and being the new genre guy because that <laughs> genre guy. Yeah. Because that is traditionally old Dave's role if you listen to our <laughs> tournaments. And I support it wholeheartedly. I think we need to get old Dave off of his high horse. I'm sick of it. I've been sick of it for years at this point on the right. show. So to right. get somebody in that's probably way better at it, I'm, I'm very excited about, about that. You know, I thought of them more as classifications, but you know, <laughs> subgenres maybe. Okay. But I think, I think these are all, f- I think everything I submitted is firmly new metal, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. It's subjective. The main five that w- we kind of well, separated wait. as i um before we jump into the new metal stuff i do have a submission oh that's right you oh, did say right this. yeah so it's a totally it's totally unrelated to everything we're going to be doing on this show <laughs> but i did get a late submission after we released our submissions episode i got a late submission okay. to something that somebody said from somebody else from somebody else i thought you discovered like a butt rock song in your travels. No, no, no. This is from a listener. Travels. <laughs> no, no, no. This is from a listener. From a listener. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was a late submission. Got to do, doing him a favor. Let's, let's I said, I, I told yeah. him it was highly unorthodox. I said highly <laughs> controversial, uh-huh. uh, but I'll do anything for the fans. Right. So I, um, I wanted to get this on, on the show. I have not listened to the song. Done no vetting at okay. all. I oh, just, exciting. I have it. I have it ready to go. Don't even know. Don't even know this band. I think I've heard of this band, um, but it's it's a submission from uh, from my friend Connor, who uh, okay. Brandon knows. Dave, I don't know. I don't. I don't think you got to meet him when you came to Chicago, but um, he is among the Chicago contingent here. He texted me months ago saying like, "I want to start listening to your podcast. Where do I start?" I told him butt rock. I said, "I said do the butt rock stuff. That's what I feel the most confident about these days." <laughs> Of our of our podcast, and plus knowing him, I figured he would like this stuff the most, and he's been very complimentary. We'll see if he understands what butt rock is based uh, based on this submission. I haven't listened to it, so I'm we just, can trash this. If yeah, it's, if yeah, it's totally yes. way off base. Okay, all right, I'm excited. Okay, so this is I'll say this song first to see if you guys know it. It's uh, Superman's Dead by Our Lady Peace, a, a band I've always seen the name and i think there's one song i know by them but i don't think this is it uh it's from 97 so he was a little nervous about that it might be too early to be considered butt Mm -hmm. rock he said that but we're gonna play it yeah their name sounds like 
five other bands. So I'm not sure if I've heard of them. <laughs> right, or yeah. Not. Our mm-hmm. Lady Peace. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Were they on like the Godzilla soundtrack of the movie <laughs> that came on, uh, came out that year? Wouldn't doubt it, right? It's uh, the album's With, from 97. Uh, Bueller. Yeah, it's called Clumsy. I'm going to play the song. It's called Superman's Dead. Goo goo. Immediate goo goo. It's like darker than goo goo, though. Yeah, but goo goo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kind of Corgan vocals. Yeah. Sorry, was that supposed to be a word though? Is he just saying ooh? I think it's just ooh. <laughs> okay, that's the chorus. Quite a showcase. Okay, so I guess yeah, I guess we'll pause it there. Um, it, it's like yeah, hyper Corgan, like right? It's like uh, right. <laughs> it's, it up a it's, notch. A, it's, it's a lot of different things. Yeah, it's it's, it's co Corgan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little Corgan. There's something else that I can't. There is something uh, else it's reminded me of, and I can't pinpoint it either. Kind of reminds me of Radiohead. They're like almost like it, they're trying to do it, Radiohead. It, it, yeah, yeah. It, it had a little of that. Maybe too. like, but not hitting. Cranberries, maybe. Kind of cranberries. Yeah, cranberries. Yeah, yeah with the uh, huh, huh. I think right. the vocal crack. Yeah, or, yeah, uh, yeah. Like zombie. Or like you know uh, that Cobain was huge. So his, you his, know, when when it started, it sounded like that that the, the Nirvana song that's like in the Batman movie right now. Like it, it had that kind of like oh, yeah that <laughs> dark chord progression and yeah, sounded yeah. like kind of shitty on purpose. Style. Yeah, I actually got kind of excited and then the song started and I said no. no. Yeah, it's, right. It's had it ha- it definitely has butt elements to me. It's like definitely like a little pre butt. Yeah, the, the a lot of elements are there, right? He, so the counter's defense of this was he said, he said it is Yarly. He he described it as Yarly, right? But it's a little Yarly. It's right? a little Yarly. It's a little Yarly, and he said it's emotionally led songwriting, but still manly, which is what we've been talking about, right? Yeah. That's kind of what he said. Yeah, that bit of it's there. It, the chorus, I it was like the chorus kind of took away a little bit in terms of the song, like being but buddy. Yeah. But it's it's for sure, and it, the time period makes sense because that's the same time that like Creed started, like you know before they got bit. Like so, it does make sense. It's a little pre butt tease. Butt yeah, play. yeah. <laughs> I th- I think it started in a buttier place and then <laughs> drifted from that. Yeah, right. So it's yeah, it's like half butt. I think we can call it half butt. The vocals are too insane to be yeah should we call should we call stuff like that like whale thong like what is it you know what is it called like whale (laughs) whale tail whale tail is that what it's called 
when like when there's like the low rise jeans and you just the thongs hanging out. Maybe just crack rock. Yeah, you crack know, rock. it's like it's just like a little bit of the butt showing, but oh, you know like they that. got crack they got rock, those yeah. leather pants on still. You know, yeah. like they, oh, they crack rock is really them in good. Yet. Yeah, crack yeah. Rock. It's funny. It's funny calling a thong a whale thong. <laughs> <laughs> like, whale thong. Like, like a thong a whale would wear. Like, <laughs> if a whale, if a whale wore a thong, like how would it wear? Like you know, just like up the side or all, like all the way down to the tail. Because yeah, yeah. there's no crack to yeah, like. No crack yeah. really. It's a very small <laughs> thong. Would it be like like the widest thong imaginable or the longest thong imaginable? It would right? be like, like yeah, horizontal. It would almost yeah. be like a gag. It would like go to its mouth. Um, <laughs> It well, wouldn't stay on very well. No. No, it'd have to go on the fins. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, it would have like, almost like suspenders. Yeah. Like, like the, I, like yeah, the Borat. Yeah, I was thinking, it, it could be good if, as a Borat, like, full yeah. body thong. <laughs> but traditionally, yeah. no, I don't think they can wear it well. Yeah. Well, that was a good submission. I mean, I, I think we should always take the submissions from, from the listeners if they're going to come suppositories, in. Suppositories, yeah. Love a good Su- suppository. suppository. Yeah. yeah. Overall, not 100%, but... Uh, but the elements, there's definitely a lot of elements there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Crack rock. Now, bad song. <laughs> bad song. <laughs> Terrible. Um, Which works in his favor. <laughs> yeah, we're, right. Works in his favor. Yeah. Well, I have to check the wiki. This could be our longest preamble ever. But now, here we are in the show. Let's talk about the five bands that we're going to highlight here for new metal. Dave Colon is going to be talking about Corn and P.O.D., and Dan is going to be talking about Papa Roach and Lincoln Park. Yep. And I'm going to be talking about Limp Bizkit. The five that we kind of isolated as first thought have the elements that represent new metal. Yeah. Should we try and define new metal? Like just... What is new yeah. metal? So... Maybe is there like a dictionary definition? Like an urban dictionary? Yeah. So I, I, yeah. Have, the, I have the wiki have up here. <laughs> it's a... Subgenre of alternative metal that combines elements of heavy metal music with elements of other music genres such as hip hop, alternative rock, funk, industrial, and grunge. Which, I mean, that's that's just exactly what I think about. Yeah. Um, to me, it has to have a hip hop element for it to feel like quintessential new metal. The funk metal is a huge part of it for me that like I've always like associated with it some musical things aside from like the DJs and the scratching, but seven string guitars, uh, right. Which is written here. Right. Um, like all like, like really low tuning stuff. Um, drop D guitar parts that like, like I feel like when I was a kid, I would never like learn because like you have to like change the tuning and like, it's just like big chords and you need like an amp that is like, it's just, it's, and some of these bands are humongous, like seven, eight people. So I yeah. feel like sometimes, oh, like, Usually yeah, like five the or six, of people I feel in the like. Band. Yeah. Yeah, the number of yeah. people, right, that's what five. I mean. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's Hard more, to get under more five. members, although some of them are small, right? I think P.O.D. There's exceptions. There's maybe just P.O.D. Three. is a four-piece. Just a four-piece. The other, sorry, the other element, and again, I haven't dug deep enough into it to really know for sure. Maybe this is where New Dave can give his input, is like, lyrically, the differences here between this and like, butt rock, typically. I, I guess... Yeah, I am the you know I guess I'm the new lyric guy on the show, right? Um, but like with new metal, I don't even know. I don't even have a point. <laughs> I guess I I was, I was hoping somebody would have a point here. Like maybe maybe less pathetic, more angry. It's a, 
it's a little more braggadocious. Like I think like especially like popularly thinking about like Papa Roach and Fred Durst, but then also you have the like Lincoln Park POD like worldly view and like mental health and like global there like, is that, an, that there was is a part angst. of it there's an angst and a depression too though there is that i mean yes, I, it yeah, just depends sure. on the band it just depends on the band really it I depends think. on the yeah. band but yeah. that's a good point because of the hip-hop influence there's a lot more bravado because like in hip-hop that's yes what you get you get a yeah. lot more of like gassing yourself up so that elements those elements definitely yeah um are shown or displayed in New metal lyrics. There's definitely an element of sh- like, shut up, shut the fuck up, shut, shut up, shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut there's up, a couple mom. songs. I can yeah. think of a Lincoln Park song where they do that. I can think of a Limp Bizkit song where they do that. Right. So like, yeah, a lot of shut yeah. up. There's also the Disturbed song where like his mom comes into the studio and beats the shit out of him. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yes. Have you heard that? Yeah. Oh man. I don't think I have. I th- I I think I do know what you're do you, talking about. Do you yeah. Like, so, yeah. I think we all sort of block that out of our minds, right? But yeah, no. There's a part in Down with the Sickness. Yo, where, yeah. Like, That's he just simulates himself being beaten up by his mom, yes. and then yeah. really saying that that she should die and stuff. And yeah, it's just I like didn't an know interlude about that. in the middle of the song. It's like the so bridge. Like, yeah, there's like yeah, more of a yeah yeah. <laughs> It's like a canal, really. <laughs> how, yeah, is that how it feels, mommy? Like he says, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I remember, yeah, wow. yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy-ass part of the song. I forgot about that. Yeah. There's definitely like that, like, you know, F you, mom. Like, you know, you don't understand me. Definitely. I'm edgy and like you like this isn't a phase sort of thing <laughs> <laughs> right i mean already going down this path like we really could have done like a whole six episodes on this but real quick dave colin you know just to give you a little bit of fashion there, i want to read from the wikipedia page here uh new metal clothing typically consists of baggy pants shirts and shorts okay good jinko jeans adidas track suits sports jerseys baseball caps baggy hoodies cargo pants sweatpants dreadlocks braids spiky hair chin beards yeah. bald heads goatees frosted tips i mean this is kind of yeah okay it, it, that's it re- just describing all men it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Not all men in, in that era <laughs> wallet chains so dave colin yes please start us out all right well i usually you know dig deep into these bands i didn't really do that this time i just want to share a couple of Features I've identified with the bands I chose or, or were given to me and then play a couple songs and reminisce and sh- shit like that, you know? Um, my first band is P.O.D. Now, uh, does anybody know what P.O.D. stands for? I do, unfortunately. I do, too, unfortunately, but podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Was it, was it payable on death? Yeah. It is payable on death cast. Terrible. Yes. Yeah, that's interesting because they are an American Christian metal band is what they're labeled as on Wikipedia. So cool. What's payable on death? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. It sounds like, <sighs> like your sins, heavy. like your yeah, sins maybe, are paid yeah. for right. yeah. with by Jesus. Yeah. Your soul? Or? or is it is it like a life insurance sort of thing? <laughs> yeah, it's a life insurance. It's yeah. Life insurance, yeah. <laughs> They're like trust fund kids from yeah. <laughs> Oh, is it P O D instead of G O D? Is that kinda 
Oh, know. maybe that has something to do with never, it. Never, yeah. never, never considered that. Maybe. They're formed in 92 from San Diego. Uh, they're a multicultural band. Yeah. Kind of like the Fast and the Furious of New Metal, I think. <laughs> they have yeah. Mexican, Filipino, Italian, Guamanian, Hawaiian, German, Black, and Chamorro ancestry oh. in uh, their band. So cool. there's like multiple things. I thought they yeah. were mainly Mexican, but it's not necessarily true. And I kind of think of them as a more PG th- PG-13 band. You know, yep. some of these other bands Definitely. we're talking about, Limp Bizkit, Korn, you know, Papa Roach, very explicit, very transgressive. P.O.D. is a little bit, you know, they have a sound, but like the lyrics are a little bit more contained. And um, because they're Christians, I think have a little bit more of a moral backbone to it. And I think they broke out in 2000 with the album satellite because that had uh, youth and youth of the nation I, and i owned um, it because my mom saw it in the christian st- store and oh really let me buy it <laughs> cool so like, <laughs> in the christian the, science reading room <laughs> meanwhile at my dad's house i got chocolate starfish by limp Bizkit for christmas <laughs> there you <laughs> go hell yeah hell P- yeah pod on the weekdays and limp Bizkit on the weekends <laughs> that's how it should be <laughs> that's how a good christian boy does it but I yeah you have a nation i didn't see my dad that much <laughs> oh. was it weekends good <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good well so that so you could identify with me with some of the lyrics in uh some of these songs because like it, a lot of like what this music is is like my parents don't understand me there's parent issues i feel like isolated from my family um and this is my outlet but uh the songs that i wanted to play we already played Boom, I think. We already played Boom on the that show. W- yeah. That was the submission by Maurizio. That right. was a Maurizio submission. And he, we also already submi- played... he also submitted Click, Click, Boom. <laughs> right. By, by that other band. But it was Saliva, I think. Saliva, yeah. yes. Yeah. He only pl- <laughs> submitted songs with the word Boom in them. <laughs> <laughs> and we already played uh, Alive by P.O.D. Right. Okay, yeah. So the songs that I want to play are their big song, Youth of the Nation, which I think is their most popular song. It's from Satellite uh, 2001, it says. That sounds right, yeah. I remember being in seventh grade. I mean... That guitar tone is is new. (laughs) That sounds like new metal. Yeah, there's so many songs that sound like that. Heavy drums. Trying to teach myself how to play drums. This was one of the songs. <laughs> For sure. He starts rapping off the off of that. Yeah, he, he sounds like somebody that's in Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he killed one of the people, and now they're best friends the next year. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's almost like a sadder version of like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air song. <laughs> yeah, like it got in one little fight yeah. and I died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same flow. Melody on the on the chorus. 
Susie. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson reference. She was only 12. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that was a big song for our age group. We were the youth of the nation when the song came out. Think about that. You it's know? true. Like a post 9-11 world. Yeah. Yeah. Is he singing about us? Likely. Oh, and we talked about the album came out on 9-11. That's another thing. The album this came out, came out on 9-11? Really? Yeah, it's a thing. I'm pretty sure it's this album. It came out on 9-11. Yeah. I thought that... Oh, yeah. You're you're right. I'm thinking of... Um, yeah, because so, Jimmy, World, Jimmy World had the whole thing where the album was called Bleed American, and then they pulled it, and now it's... Like, and then it was called Jimmy World. But yes, this did come out on September 11th. Yeah, because it was on the... Uh, when we did the game where you had to guess the... Uh, the the, the year the album oh, came out. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, Stumpy, Stumpy versus Stumpy. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, that, that, I mean, that sound like it's like a little rap rock, maybe, because like it, do, it doesn't have like the most metal y elements, but you know, it's like it, it kind of goes along with some of the things that I, that I suggested and like probably some of the reasons you guys have um, some opinions about them is it's like new metal bands had their own ballads. And this was like sort of a format of it. It was just like, yeah. all right, we got to do one soft song because like our radio hits, they can't just be all, you know, you know, so yeah. I can't yeah. scat in every song. I got to do one one ballad. And I think this was P.O.D.'s like ballad. Right. Yeah. It's a hybrid And you categorize ballad. this yeah. as new metal standard. Like this was in your yeah. main cat. So like you did oh, okay. think of this as like, New metal. Yeah, this is like firmly new metal. Gotcha. So we are we are simpatico there. Okay. The other song I wanted to play. It's a little um, little bonus because I, I since we played their two other bigger songs on the podcast already, this one's a little bit for fun, but uh, there's also an important reason why I'm playing it. It's called Buyaka Six Nineteen, Ray Mysterio in parentheses. Wait, really? Wait. And this is a collaboration with WWE. <laughs> and POD? Yeah. POD oh, wow. WWE oh, Cloud. This is from uh, 2006, it says. That's not the POD guy, right? I think it is. Is he? Or the WWE? He's just like he just puts on an accent for it, or because he doesn't normally do that. Um, he probably is putting on an accent, but he is Mexican American. So this is from an album called WWE Reckless Intent, and it features a lot of theme songs uh, for the wrestlers by popular artists of the day. So um, Kill Switch Engage does a song for CM Punk. Motorhead did a song. Yeah, Motorhead did a song for Triple H. Uh, Three Six Mafias does a song, and Theory of a Dead Man. Okay. 
what else? There's another uh, Saliva does Batista's theme song, I Walk Alone. Of course. So the reason why I played it, yeah, it's fun to listen to it, but it's also because these bands had a huge presence in the early aughts WWE culture, and uh, I kind of forgot about it until I saw this song come up in their top 10 songs on Spotify. So Definite fan base crossover. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Took, took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, the overlap of, yeah, the fan base of WWE, New Metal, and Butt Rock. I mean, that's, it's, yeah. it's total overlap. Yeah. yeah. Like, that made me want a Slim Jim really badly. <laughs> want to, yes. <laughs> what is it called? Smack into a Slim Jim? What do you do? Snap, snap into a you Slim snap Jim. Snap into it. Yes. Yeah. Snap into it. Snap into it. Uh, so that's all I really have for, for POD. I think they're too hip hop influenced to be butt rock at all. I would agree. He, with that. He's mainly a rapper. He seems to identify more as a rapper than a singer, but there's, you know, obviously overlap with some of the, the themes, like the song themes and the fact that they're Christian, a Christian band. Yeah. I think it makes sense. I mean, I think there's like plenty of like Cypress Hill songs yes. that they collaborated with other people that are like definitely new metal. Yes. So Big like, it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. POD, uh, Booyaka619, is that what it was? Oh, yeah. Uh, and Youth of the Nation. Uh, thank you, Dave, Colin, for submitting these POD songs. Danny, what are you talking? Uh, wait, uh, Dave doesn't do his other band now? I forget. I thought Another we were going to like, go. Yeah, we're going to like cycle back. Because I only have one bin. Sandwich. Let's do a sandwich. All right, I'll uh, I'll jump into uh, Papa shit Roach. Sandwich. A shit, shit sandwich. Mm-hmm. Spinal Tap reference. They're definitely new metal. Their later stuff's new metal. Okay, so let's see here. New Dave put in um, you know the main Papa Roach song right onto the playlist that he made. Right, that's Last Resort. Yeah. That's this song, Last Resort, mm-hmm. classic. This is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give a fuck if I cut my arm bleeding. This is my last resort. So he's singing now, but he switches to rapping. That's like a lot of what he does, right? Yeah. That is just straight rap pieces. now. I reach my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give a fuck if I cut my arm bleeding. So, yeah, this chorus this is almost like a, a Sun 41 fun. song. Yeah. So, I was just going to say, I don't think until this listen around, like, this like going revisiting this stuff like how some 41 and like alien f farm adjacent it is where it's like that like metal pop yeah some 41 definitely was like rapping too i mean they were like white boy rapping and they had like metal yeah because yeah like fat lip is has rap in it like yeah and and they had like like legit metal songs too um, Definitely a Beastie Boys influence. And you put this new Dave categorizes as edgy with the e with the umlaut. Yeah, there's an umlaut on the e. Edgy. 
And, yeah. you know, and, and this has more to do with like the lyrical content, right? Because it's like, oh, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. And like, right. you know, contemplating like, suicide. Like, I remember yeah. listening to this song and like my parents walked in the room and I turned it right off. Like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and it was like, oh, like, totally. you know, they wouldn't get it. You know, so like, yeah, definitely. It depends like what kind of relationship you had with your, your parents, because like I would have done the same thing as Dave, as new Dave, because I would be like, I don't want my parents to know I'm listening to this stuff. Yeah. But there's probably kids that were like, Hey mom and dad, listen to this shit. I'm fucking listening to blast, like, you know, <laughs> blasting in the room, you know, room and yeah. trying to like upset did, their parents because it's cursing and about suicide. That, and, yeah. That's, that's big new metal energy, which I just didn't have. Yeah. And just one more thing, Dan, before you, because I, I know you probably have another song, but just looking at what... No, you probably have to go. Yeah, you probably got to go. Uh, <laughs> New, New Dave uh, also categorized as edgy, like makes so much sense because like you have trapped here, disturbed, Godsmack. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So... It's but, a, it's all about the lyrical and like and like you look at their music videos and stuff like they portray themselves as like we wear all black and like you know we yeah you know everything is like you know like we're in like a motorcycle club and like you know or whatever like Godsmack always like tried to portray themselves as like cut off leather jackets and stuff right. but also represent the military yeah so Dan what did you pick. Well, the other thing I wanted to mention, we always talk about the uh, the guys in these bands and their names. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. The, the lead vocalist of Papa Roach is Jacoby Shaddix. His name is Jacoby, right. Jacoby Shaddix. And didn't he go by Kobe Dick? He, he went by Kobe Dick. Okay, there it is. Because in the yeah. first track on that <laughs> album, he says, the first lyrics are, my name is Kobe Dick, Mr. Dick, if you're nasty, rock him out with a voice that's raspy. Nice. Oh. Wow. He's a Janet Jackson fan. Great. So are we. Yeah. Um, Dan, I forgot to ask. Didn't you take your uh, wife to the last resort your, for your last um, <laughs> vacation? The last resort? <laughs> Sorry. Like a, like a resort? No. Is that the Yeah, joke? I don't know. Resort. Yeah. Like a resort. And <laughs> yeah. that, not a good was joke. the last resort <laughs> you went to? <laughs> Sorry. Did you say like the last one before COVID? Like I don't. Like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to say the word it's, resort. I have resort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a resort. It's a different way of saying resort. Yeah, that, that resort. song's just about That's like being on a uh, really usually. fancy tour. Yeah. And that was definitely. I felt like it was um, uh, one of the bigger songs within the, this realm. This song was big. This song was definitely on the radio. I remember hearing it. Like, don't give a f like the, the censorship. I remember this like. That censorship <laughs> moment, like I was actually shocked when I heard the word "fuck" this time around because right. I'm so used to it being bleeped <laughs> out. That's true. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know um, he actually said it. So the album is Infest. Uh, it's from 2001. Oh, and the other members are guitarist Jerry Horton, uh, drummer Dave Buckner, bassist Will James, and originally they had a trombonist Ben Luther. What? <laughs> <laughs> They're, wah, wah. they're they're from uh vacaville or vacaville california like northern california and formed in 93 formed in 93 originally so they were around for a while wow. before wow. they released a major label debut album they did a bunch of eps wow. and yeah i guess they had a trombonist originally whatever band that was um and then <laughs> gotta find this sky album that right. put out. Yeah, and then their basis you can hear it though right <laughs> <laughs> 
that originally was a trombone part. Yeah. It was just too hard to play. When he left with the slide and everything, that's too fast. Tobin Esperance was the bassist that replaced Will James before the first album came out. Okay, who cares? Um, oh, but okay. Jacoby. Cooler or, name. Yeah. Co- Kobe Dick, right, as we've said, he acknowledges Faith No More's Mike Patton as a major influence. Faith okay. No More's. And, he, and also. Pretty influential also guy. A, yeah, a rapper singer. And, yeah. all, and also Social Distortion's Mike Ness. Hmm. He said, the way that I sing, I definitely was inspired by Mike Patton, but I like the storytelling that Mike Ness does, so I kind of fused both those two guys together at an early age and inspired me to become my own thing. That's what he said. That's his influence for hmm. this for this shit. Um, okay, so <laughs> you move into 2002. They put out another album the year after. Um, so, And I remember a couple of these songs. Um she, uh, she loves me not. She loves me not. Yeah. yeah. Right. So this is definitely more butt rocky than I than new metal. I think from uh, from you know. So let me let me play that. When I see her eyes, or maybe I should say cock rock. Eyes, a little cock rocky. Yeah, cock rock. Yeah, so you have that. There's no rapping at all there, right? He's, right, right. He doesn't. He doesn't rap in every song, right? So okay. uh, there's th- that's just all singing. So I think it's a little closer, right, to the butt rock conversation. It's it's more cock rock. Um, when we when yeah. we were talking about this, I've never really kind of just lumped them in with new metal in my head mm. un- until we did this. Like I know that he raps, but it there's some there is a, it it does feel a little buddier, and remember Dave, we were talking about how like sometimes it's like too not too good, but like too technical in a way, and like hmm. even like like Blood Brothers, you know, like the other song there that was in like yeah. Tony Hawk. I was gonna play that, but I, yeah, I don't have to just because like, it's not that relevant. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's Tony like Hawk. almost too technical to be. It's it's like a kind of floating in between the two to me. You yeah, know, it's funny. Like, I, I'd be interested to see, like, to know, like, when that first album came out and when the second one came out. Like, when when was the first album? It was like 2001. 2001. Yeah. Oh, it was 2001. Then, okay. And then this album is 2002. It's the next year. Wow. Oh, a year okay. Apart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, w- I was going to say, like, maybe they realized that the new metal thing was ending and they just decided to go straight into, like, the, the hard rock thing. Maybe. Um, right. Because I have a feeling a lot of bands kind of started out doing, like, the rap rock thing and then kind of, like, weaned off of it. I think a lot of uh, bands were pressured into rap rocking because it was very popular <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the yeah. time. I remember hearing a story about... Um, Specifically, Deftones 
uh, their song Back to School, which is like a rap rock, new metal sounding song. They didn't really want to do that, but like their label said, do this, it's what's in right now. And it was like a breakout song for them. So, pretty sure there was pressure in like the late 90s, like up to like 2001 or two to do that. And maybe like bands, they didn't start out that way. It was just like pressure from the, the executives. You know, Clive um, Davis saying like, you got to do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's or funny to think of some guy with like a cigar going, you know what the kids like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta do the rapping. Rap. You got to rock. <laughs> Trust me, it sells records. You didn't listen to the first album, Dan? Yeah, I did. I listened, yeah, I listened to, unfortunately, three of these albums. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, Jesus. so... The um, one from 97? Oh, they had an... Oh, wow, no, no, no. albums no. before they, they, oh, they broke no. out? I didn't, I didn't listen to anything before Infest. I think anything before that is technically, like, non-major label, like, EPs and demos and shit, I think. It's a studio, it's a studio album. Before Infest? Yeah. All right, well... And Wikipedia was wrong. It's I'm on Wikipedia. Like, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Let's read off some of the tracks. So I don't yeah, think so, is, man. Yeah. You're on you're on Dickipedia, Kopi. There's Dicks, a there's uh, a tr- there's a track Papa-pedia. called Gerr Burr. G R R B R R Dirty Cut Freak P Wagon. <laughs> wow. Alright, I think they wanted to rap. <laughs> like I, I, I think they were firmly He's, new metal, and then yeah, decided, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's probably true with these guys. He also said Mike Patton was his his boy, so yeah, that, yeah. That, oh, okay, it's rock. Infest is their major label debut album. Yeah, major label, major yeah. label. Okay, so yeah, I didn't look at anything before that because if you're not on a major label, like. <laughs> No. Um, guys, We're not discussing I, I'm sorry. underground bands. Here. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna pull a Brandon. I have to. I have to pee so bad right now. I'm the first pisser of the day. Should I? Should I wait for these tracks? I have more tracks. I'll wait for um, you. Um, no, it's all shitty anyway. I'll listen to it when I. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. No, it's important. Papa I can... Roach has an album out now. Ego it just trip. came out on April 8th. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't Can listen. we play one song from that? Just I just wanted to know what they sound like. <laughs> Especially since Dave's not here. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, he's rapping again. This could be Fever 333 or Swago, though. This almost sounds like that Robin Thicke song. With Macklemore, huh? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Dave, that's the Papa Roach album that came out like last week. Oh. <laughs> Congrats, Literally. boys. Still at it. Your release. Dave, you okay? Yeah, I, I I went into some two territory in honor of butt rock. You yeah, know, he's I figured. My butt in there. I figured. Um, also, f- I was looking for my Monster Energy drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot the crack. So here we go. Nice. Need it. Hell yeah. Need it. Need it. Okay. Um, 
No more interruptions, I hope. I have a lot more Papa Roach to play. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <fair laughs> Let's <enough>. go. <laughs> All right. So I didn't say it before. This album in 2002 is called Love Hate Tragedy. All one word. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and this song I picked because I, th- I picked anything that I felt was closest to butt. This is what this one is called decompression period. Let me play it. Sounds like a downer. Right. Here today, right. Today, whoa, whoa. This is butt. It's a little butt. This sounds like a melody of another butt rock song. Yes. What is it? I tear my heart open. Like, maybe, maybe that song? You know what I'm talking about? What is that? That part? Is that fuel or hinder or something? Maybe hinder. It might be hinder. So, like, this is pretty, bud. Yeah. The guitar is a little darker, a little more evil. The guitar is not really it's bright, bright. but the melody and the melody and vocals is big time. Yeah. What year is this? This is the same album, 2002. Same year? 2002. Same album. Right. The guitar kind of throws it off a little bit. I can't believe how but the vocals are. Yeah, big time. Yeah, so what do you think of that, right? I mean, that's that's an interesting one. The butt yeah. rock yeah, conversation. Yeah, that blurs the lines of butt. Not moon, not moon nettle, but uh, <laughs> yeah, right. It's definitely crack rock. It's yeah, almost full butt, but the, the guitar throws it off a little bit. Um, yeah. And then the last song I wanted to play is from you know Brandon mentioned this album already, "Getting Away with Murder" from 2004. Uh, this song was huge, and I forgot about it. Uh, scars. Yeah. Definitely remember this song. Stars yeah, I, or scars? Scars. I totally forgot about that. Remember this song, Dave? I sold myself shine. Yeah. My weakness <laughs> is that I oh, care too much. I don't think and I even for a long time knew this was Papa Roach. Almost sounds like yeah. a Bush song. Yeah. Yeah. It does sound like that. Kind of butt rock. Definitely. Yeah. It has like a like a handsome drum beat, you know. It's the same drum beat from like Bop. Yeah. <laughs> this is a butt rock song, I think. That's butt rock. I gotta say this firmly. Wow. Very firm butt. This is a shocking revelation that... And this, what year is this album, man? This is 2004. I hate to say it, but I didn't realize Papa Roach had such range. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> I mean, true. I was, yeah, I, I was just going to say, like, to, to have, like, such, you know, like, new metal elements, but also be, like, so in the pocket of butt, it's... Firmly wow. in the gusset. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good point that like by 2004 rap rock is probably starting to fade 
because yeah. it was very popular in like 98, 99, 2000. Mm-hmm. So this is like post Nickelback being a huge thing. I don't know. I think I think they're butt rock. I, I guess they weren't as new metal as I thought too. Yeah. I mean, you know, that first album is is full new metal most of it, right? I, I you know like I do, I wanted to play some outliers from their catalog yeah. to show that you know the, the butt influence is clearly there. There's a lot of overlap, um, but even on this getting away with murder album, there's there's much heavier songs. This was just the, it's this is the hit song. And right. like, and to be the hit song, they went butt rockets. We've seen it time and time again. The hits is what that's. Yeah, that's the, the most yeah. popular sound. Damn, yeah. this is crazy. Did you see who who produced this album? No, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> he produced the album "Getting Away with Murder." Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um. <laughs> Very good. Now another thing I have to ask you there. is um. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Um, another thing I have to ask you, though, is like since be do you feel like since you're about to be a papa, do you feel a little bit more um, connected to Papa Roach's music or do you think you have to actually, you know, after the child is born, you'll, you'll start connecting with the music? Hmm. Well, especially um, I think. Right now, it's, you know, she loves me not. Pit, pit. <laughs> Leslie's pissed at me all the time now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure once uh, this little girl is born, it will be. I'll be listening to She Loves Me Not. She'll, she'll probably <laughs> a lot, hate, a lot she'll, of Papa Roots. Yeah, she'll hate Papa my Roots. ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, you should listen to Puddle of Mud then. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yes. Yeah. Also appropriate. Um, oh, I did. I, I did find another song completely unrelated to the butt rock conversation. But Papa Roach did do a song with Black Eyed Peas, and it's awful. It's <laughs> it's awful. What year? Do you have a year for that uh, one? Elephant. Is that more recent? Whatever album Elephunk. that. Elephant. Wow. Whatever album it's that definitely was. Definitely high school. Oh, it's they 2003 were 2003 or four, right? They were on the album. Yeah, it's a song called Whoa. Anxiety. It's Papa Roach and Black Eyed Peas. Do should we play? Wow. It? It's really bad. Play a little bit of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Play the hook. It's um it's horrible. It's like a water drop noise. <laughs> Black eyed peas. Pea drop. You know when you're dropping peas in the in the water to boil them? Is that Will I Am or Cody? <laughs> <laughs> or is it Apple the App? Yeah. Apple the App. Half price Apple the Apps. Stop it. <laughs> There's a part where I haven't heard Papa yet though. He does come in, I wanna get to that. He does come in. Okay, this might be Apple to Apple. Who's the other guy? William, Apple to Apple, Fergie, and there's another guy. Well, here we go. Misty? Or... Yeah. Yeah. 
Dan loves it. Dan Damn, loves so it. Oh, I had to listen to three Papa Roach albums. Wow. <laughs> so, I don't so, love that. Okay. Why, why did that happen? <laughs> Wait, but is it, it's interesting because he stopped rapping on his own albums as, as much, but he's like letting other rappers do the rapping now. He's still connected to hip hop. Who, Kobe? In, like, yeah, because like, yeah, like <laughs> that's, isn't that like 2003 or four? Yeah, I think that's After. the Where is the Love album. I think it's that. Yeah, it's like yeah. 2002 or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah he's still immersed in the hip-hop very world. funny thank you for yeah. that when he stops even when he stops rapping himself can't forget your roots exactly <laughs> speaking of forgetting my roots this band limp biscuit is a band that i've i loved when i was a child sixth grade seventh grade got it for christmas i was west borland for halloween the guitar player wow. one year great wow. wait which westmoreland though like what 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 yeah. flavor it was like the the white face with the black oh like, yeah kind of like yeah, one yeah. of the like the yeah did I, you get I the contacts a, too i didn't have the contacts but oh. i made my own shirt i did make my own shirt i like drew uh them on there west brand um, west brandon west, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love this band for years i was embarrassed to have loved this band and now i own that's it. not true no, I'm just before the, uh, before the podcast. I mean, like they've been like, your favorite band since when they came <laughs> I've out. I've always known now. you love this band. Them like, there's no now. way this yeah. is your favorite yeah. band of all time. I've been, okay, been maybe yeah. with you. Maybe with you guys, it was different. Maybe with you guys, it was different. But I now I don't give a shit. Libiscuit yeah. rules. It's okay to love Libiscuit. I think so. The song that I'll start with the song that uh, New Dave put on here because it is kind of like you know. The one, the one you think about. This is break stuff from Significant Other. It's from 1999. So this type of guitar riff is like the what new metal yeah. it's like we're like short like it's just like short chuggy chords that i would never want to yeah. learn as a kid because i was like i don't know how to like what that means yeah like without the vocals is it bad like it's just not fun so that's 99 what's even kind of crazier is you know faith is the, the like their cover of faith was two years prior 1997 Right. Um, oh, that right. had their other kind of like big, not it wasn't a hit, but like their breakout song, uh, Counterfeit and Rearranged. Or no, Rearranged was on the other album. This was Counterfeit. Um, Is that from $3 Bill, y'all? Yes. $3 Bill, y'all. Fuck. So another new metal thing, like harmonic guitar yeah yeah and like and like break beat drums yep yep hey man wake up and smell the kind of food there's that funk metal yeah, yeah. There's like, i love the bass 
That's the only thing with this band is they're almost too good. Like everyone in this band is good. Yeah. <laughs> so now, one of the interesting things is so like that was all their breakout stuff. Obviously, there's Nookie also. Um, Rearrange is a, is a pretty cool song, but it wasn't really until Chocolate Starfish that musically the hip-hop elements came into play. Like, he was rapping, and it definitely was new metal, but it wasn't until 2000 with, like, oh. you know, Roland. Did they have a DJ the whole time, though, or no? That's what I wanted to talk about, right? Oh. Because I don't think on those first two albums, I'm not sure. Yeah, because... Maybe on the second one. Because what Papa Roach was missing, he was rapping. There was no scratching, though. There was no hip-hop. Right. Like, it was, he was a rapper for There's some no of the songs. Movie. That's it. The Biscuit had all of it. Definitely yeah. had a DJ. In the yeah. yeah, yeah. So the DJ joined for the second album, the okay. break stuff. But like this album is like layered with, you know, like hip hop elements. Um, specifically my way, right? That has like a ton of a ton of stuff. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Doesn't he kind of sing more like later on too? Yeah. Like, um, that's this. This song is him singing mainly. Yeah, and this album has the like it has a lot of rap. Like it has the song where he says "fuck" like 48 times. Um, it, it's it's a little bit more hybrid. Obviously, he does that uh, tribute to the Eagles. Remember this? It's a tribute to Ben Stiller, really. Um, um, like that song goes hard. That is a heavy song when that kicks in. That's living it up. So maybe not my. No- I'm not saying it is. I'm, I'll well, save it to the end. Maybe maybe not my number one in terms of like sounds like new metal, but very new metal to me. Rick, he put on Nookie. Had- the song is great. <laughs> yeah, and then and then uh, then I wanted to play one more thing. We move. I wanted to just blaze through uh, a bunch of that stuff. Uh, here's yeah, very hip hop. This obviously. is yeah because we we need. I want to play. Yeah, I wanted to play like the the, the very hip hop. See, album. I forgot. There's the, another song I already forgot about. This is what differentiates them from like a pop approach. Yeah. Like uh, you know, like yeah, it's way more hip hop. Yeah, it's it's heavier. Bass here. I do like this song. This song I like. like this part is sick. This part of the song is so good. The verses are good. Listen and listen to the bass. That's why I like it. I love the bass. Yeah, this video, this was TRL, this is when they blew up.
um, the last thing I wanted to play was, um, yeah, see, like, they were doing, like, like, this is with Method Man, and which eventually, this? this is End Together now, which they eventually, like, redid with Pharrell, and it's, like, pretty cool. This is from the second album, or? This is from, yeah, Significant Other. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just have to play this because it's podcast relevant in multiple ways. I mentioned the Faith cover, and I played this for you guys before, but they, after Chuckle Starfish, they did their remix. And it's funny, because we have new Dave and we have old Dave, and that remix album was called New Old Songs. And they remixed like all their songs, and this was their, do you remember this? It's Faith Fame Remix. Do you remember I played you this? Yeah. Uh, Do you remember what he does, Dan? No. Showing you that door, cause I gotta have Oh Bowie. God. Fred loved to sing. He loved to sing. My what God. an interesting thing. Yeah. I know that Bowie himself did a remix of fame in like nineteen ninety. Called Fame 90. That's it's part of the lineage of that too. Yeah, and, and George Michael so, did Freedom 90. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for in, indulging me in my Limbiscuit uh, corner. Um, you know, before I die, we'll have the Incubus corner on this show. We're probably not, we're not going to be able to handle that today, but <laughs> we probably can touch on it because it is similar. Where like a lot of their early stuff, they have. 1000% new metal songs but it's just such a big topic to <laughs> I I would like a system of a down corner too. I was going to say we should yeah. do system of a down and incubus. <laughs> yeah, cuz they're bands <laughs> that. we love. Yeah. The thing about um, um Limp Biscuit too I want to say is that he was such a like singular frontman. He stood out way more than most of these frontmen in the, yeah. these bands. The red back uh, backwards baseball hat uh, goatee and like thing. also like how how much he didn't seem to fit in with like Wes Borland was like a funny thing to me like Wes Borland looks <laughs> completely goth like yeah. Marilyn Manson style and then Fred Durst was like a douchebag frat boy kind of guy like it did not seem to mesh but they took those two cultures and like mixed it with Limp Bizkit yeah you know it's funny it's like yeah. as as much as Wes Borland tried to stand out he didn't somehow Right. I mean, yeah. he literally painted <laughs> yeah, his yeah. face. That's, but that's right. all I think about as a guy with a backwards cap. That's <laughs> so, so true. That's such a good point. Yeah, like, like you have Eminem at this time referencing Fred Durst in songs. Well, that's what I was going to yeah, say, too. Was, like, yeah. Fred Durst got, like, tabloid. Like, he got, like, yeah. into, like, Hollywood And level he wasn't stuff. that good-looking of a guy. Like, he just had charisma. Charisma, yeah. yeah. He, he was, was so regular-looking. And, and you know, and it all exploded with Woodstock '99, where all these dudes who identify with him were like, "Yeah, it's time to do do terrible things. It's time to right. celebrate yeah. this and do awful stuff, mm-hmm. all all at once." <laughs> like, God, what a time, man! What a time! Yeah, very weird time in culture. The, maybe the weirdest, maybe the weirdest time in culture. It's yeah. a, it's like a two year window. It's yeah. like ninety nine to like two thousand one. It's the like weirdest very... time because it's like hip hop was huge, 
this rap rock thing was huge, and then boy bands were and huge. Then, and, and, but, like, yeah. and, butt rock, and butt rock. All at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But even before butt rock a little bit. Like yeah. It was, yeah, this yeah. stuff was gigantic. Yeah. And, and the internet was able to help just multiple things at once explode. Right? Right. So, TRL. Oh, yeah, everyone was yeah. downloading, you know, Limp Biscuit, Biscuit on Napster. Kazaa and LimeWire and Napster, yeah. Yeah. LimpBiscuit.exe. <laughs> <laughs> on the family computer <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah right you, you'd, you, you'd have to leave like one song to download for like the day <laughs> you'd have to leave it for yeah, the day like, oh, I, like can't, yeah, yeah. Must, this must be really high fidelity yeah. I can't yeah. wait yeah. yeah so Dan you're up next um oh yeah you're only, you're only covering the just Limp Biscuit. okay this will be very short right Linkin Park also in this oh, yeah. category um I guess, you know, we could just play um, In the End was um, on New Dave's playlist. This is the first song I put on, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, and and New Dave put this as new metal standard. Um, it starts yeah. with love. They were like um, a classier way to do this. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess. They were also PG-13. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. Of all this stuff we're talking about, this album was absolutely my favorite of all of this. Hybrid Theory was my shit. I was so I into this. this I love this album, too. I was so into this band. I saw them uh, live with Lucas. <laughs> Because I won a radio contest to, to win tickets at PNC Bank Art Center. This is while we were in college. This is way after their, <laughs> this era. I just like, I was listening to the radio and they had free tickets to go see Lincoln Park. I called and I won. <laughs> and like, they had so many lawn seats available and I guess nobody was going. So me and Lucas just went and saw them. Great show. Yeah, so, right. It's the... It was a very cool new sounding thing, new um, sounding thing. Um, at least it felt that way at the time, right? It was you know Mike Shinoda rapping, Chester, pretty great metal voice, great singer, you know, yeah, like, really, like, good like, like really good. Um, and I guess all the hip hop and production elements were mostly Mr. Han, that guy, Mr. Han, Han yeah. DJ. Yeah, I think he was doing a lot of that. But I think Mike Shinoda had a lot to do with their production and sound and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's uh, it's Mike Shinoda, Chester Bennington, Brad Delson, right? Brad Delson, bassist Dave Farrell, Joe Han. Is uh, his first name is Joe, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> so Mister. Drummer Rob Burden, Borden. It was it was definitely like a more a cleaner version of like new metal, whereas like for sure it was it was I was on the other side of the spectrum while still being new metal. Like you you could have corn where it's like they're literally just playing the ugliest possible music, <laughs> and and then you'd have Lincoln Park where it's just like okay, this actually sounds really nicely put together, well arranged. There's like a, yeah. I don't know. It's it's well produced and and, and like Cord was well produced too for for whatever the fuck it was. You know, I could hear all the stuff that they meant for me to hear. <laughs> it wasn't like a garage yeah, band. Yeah. It was like I could hear exactly what they wanted and it it seemed very deliberate. 
but yeah and like lincoln park was just the other side of that it was just like okay this is very i don't know how to just it's poppier right it's It's poppier it's it's almost almost smooth jazz like yeah like (laughs) meets meets i think having the two of them really helps ground it in staying to its roots i think that kind of helps because like we were talking about like kobe dick and like maybe he didn't want to rap sometimes maybe he wanted to sing and it's like they had their roles it helped them be consistent but still feel like they could do more stuff yeah and also like mike shinoda is like a softer rapper he's not that aggro right he's very precise yeah and and like yeah but he's not straining his voice he lets chester do that let's chester (laughs) bring the aggression he's all like um cerebral or something it's like it was a cool yes. like, yeah, dynamic like, that's a good yeah yep yeah and we uh, we talked about it before the show we um you know we were all in uh, in philly last weekend uh at the time we're recording this and we did we did karaoke and none of us but someone else at the bar did one step closer <laughs> yeah. which is the song from hybrid theory this album that we're talking about the albums actually the album came out i think 2000 right so it's it's I guess kind of early. Two thousand, yeah. yeah. It's kind of early, right? Sixth grade, but it's still Olympus gets big. But anyway, yeah, he did one step closer, which yeah, you have um, in the end, which is their you know definitely their biggest song, um, you know, for, at least from this album, or probably their biggest song, period. But one step closer is like an intense metal song. It's more Chester focused, and this guy did it in karaoke, and it was easily the worst thing of the night that anybody did. It was so aggressive and terrible and annoying. Just look around. It wasn't even like funny. Nobody was enjoying this guy doing this. It really sucked. So yeah, if you're a listener of the show, whoever you are, you know, you you met us at the bar. We told you about the podcast. I don't want you to listen to the show anymore. And I want you to know <laughs> you, you like ruined a part of the night for a lot of people. <laughs> it, it was a tough look too, because like this guy First of all, the tallest person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, very, I don't know he was very tall. what his deal was, but he, he grabbed a <laughs> microphone from the very nice old man who was you know, running the, you know, uh, the karaoke thing. And the first thing he says is, enough of this soft shit. <laughs> oh, I forgot Which, he did that. I forgot yeah, he and, did and that. And we were all just like, oh, okay. Oh, no. And then, like, even the parts where Chester isn't actually, like, screaming... He was he just was screaming. screaming. Yeah. So it was just three minutes of him screaming into a microphone <laughs> and sort of looking around the room like, I'm killing it. I am killing it. And yeah, and like every every girl in that room was just like, no. Every other person in the room was just like, please stop, please. Uh, yeah. And, and watching the old man just watch him as he just like, I don't know. It's not really possible to destroy a mic by singing too loud into it, but the way that he was looking at him, it really did look like the guy was actually like Please concerned stop. for the microphone. <laughs> Please yeah. stop. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, what I'm saying, we're not, we didn't play that song here, but Linkin Park, yeah, they are, they are new metal because they, they do, they, they have metal like in, in their sound. Like there's metal songs. They have that like um, yeah. industrial sound, like Dave, like Dave Cullen pointed out before, presenter Dave. Like one of the elements in new metal, like they have a little bit more of that like industrial sound. Yeah, like to their guitars and stuff, because like they don't have as much of this the slinky bass. But yeah, bass is not a huge else. prominence in Lincoln Park. At least I can't think of 
like a song with a huge bass presence. Not in the way that it is in the, in those other right ones. compared right. to the other bands. Yeah. yeah, I was remembering this. I could be wrong. I could be misremembering it. But I'm, I was a pretty big fan of Linkin Park. I'm pretty sure on the first album, they did not have a bass player, and the guitar right. player played oh. bass. So that's yes. maybe part of the reason why the bass is not that dominant. You're right about that. I forgot about that. Yep. It's just basically, yeah, all like arranged to be one thing right. on that first album. Yeah. Yes, that is right. Yep. Um, and they're they're also they're from they're from California as well, like Papa Roach. Um, is Chester from, from Lincoln Park? Is and that's so, in Chicago? <laughs> and Lincoln, Chicago, right, right, major Chicago neighborhood, but no, nobody's from Chicago. Oh. Um. I think Chester. Oh, Ch- Chester did join them later. He wasn't a part of the original band. Like they formed Ooh. in '96, and I think, the, and then he joined eventually. Um, I love Chester in I think it's I think it's uh, Saw Four, where he's glued where he's to. In he's in Saw Four. He's like glued to a ch- oh, uh, the leather seats of a car, <laughs> oh, yeah. and it's like it's like they only cast him so that he could scream when he's done. Di- Cause like, there's like a, there's like a shot of him going yeah. like, shut up. Cause he like good. rips his skin off the leather and he's just like screaming. It's really funny. They cast him for the scream. That's really good. There was no like, um, person who gets killed and starts like rapping like nicely. Yeah. <laughs> no part for Shinoda. No part for, ow, that hurts. <laughs> it really, it really, I really hurts. This rhyme <laughs> to remind myself how yeah. much this hurt. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um, I never knew it hurt so bad. I didn't really think enough. Like, all right, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Be punished for all the things I didn't think about. <laughs> um, okay. You know, like to to, to Lincoln Park's credit, like they never got rid of their rapper. No. Which I feel like a lot of bands would have been like, all right, dude, you're out. Edition, no, yeah, it yeah, is like, a... You're out. We're a rock band now. It like, is you know, a, and it's a true like, nope, duo. Were, like, yeah. It's a true yeah. vocal duo. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah. They, they managed yeah. to do that. Um, okay. I've always wanted to talk about this. I didn't... I probably could have read about it, I'm, <laughs> and I didn't, but <laughs> I'm sure it's available information somewhere. But like, <laughs> so they put out Hybrid Theory, hugely successful, like huge for them, to follow it up... In 2000, I think it's two, they meet, They put their next, their sophomore album is Reanimation, a remix album. Was that, was that before Meteora? I was just yeah, looking at it. Yeah, before Meteora. I kind of remember that. Why? Why? Why is that the second thing you do? Like, the like peak fame, you're a huge band. You do a remix album. Maybe they had trouble generating new content. Yeah, I guess. Because Meteora came out as great, 2003. Meteora is, like, almost as good as Hybrid Theory. I mean, it's a lot of, I... It was 2000 to had a lot of hits too. I remember seeing like at least five music videos from that album. Yes. I've just been like kind of perusing the Wikipedia stuff. It seems like Shinoda was like really like progressive in terms of like doing like internet stuff with like videos and animation. And so they probably just like, they probably just saw that as opportunity to like buy the time over until, cause it's the fourth selling, the fourth best selling remix album of all time. So it was yeah. like very successful. So right. whereas maybe some other bands would lose relevance while making their sophomore album, they were able to kind of tread water. And that's like a so. firmly hip hop thing to do, to do a remix album. Very hip hop. Yeah. So yeah. And they did it again, obviously, with Jay-Z later. Yeah. 
That was even that thing. That was huge. I was very into it. I don't know if you guys were. I was very, very into it. I was, I was out by that point anyway. Like I was, I, I, I was kind was, of out yeah. during Meteor. Like I was like only a couple songs on Meteor I liked, and then I was like on. What's the big like, song from Meteoria? I have some of the songs. So Meteor had a bunch of big songs. There's somewhere I belong. A bunch somewhere. Okay. Um, uh, breaking the habit. Breaking, breaking the, the habit is what I was thinking. Of. Faint, faint was my favorite at the time. Faint, faint was faint my favorite was at like, the time. Yeah. Yeah. Great song. Numb. Numb, yeah. Huge, all Numb is songs. from the second album. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Faint is like another like like real like screaming Chester yeah. song. Like Faint like was real my, aggressive. Faint was my shit. I, lo- I love Whereas Faint. Breaking the Habit, he's like, I don't know what's worth fighting for. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he yeah. has the, the two sides of himself there. I don't know what's worth fighting for. Yeah, Fane is a little bit of loneliness, a little bit of disregard. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking the Habit had like an anime video, I feel like, too. Yes, it did. It was very cool. Um, and then, They had like Gundam wings or yeah, something, right? Yeah. 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 And then the whole, um, the whole video was like, he fell asleep and his Gundam wing hit him in the head. And then like, yeah. I don't know, like it fell off the shelf or something. And then yeah. 2007, what, what, you know, this is years later. Um... I did listen to this album. This is when I started. Was like I don't care as much, but this is when they go full Transformers rock, which is uh, uh, what what I've done, which is a big song from Transformers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I remember. I remember. I don't remember this. I remember because our friend Paul Stewart was really into this album, and like I kept trying to like revisit it. I just it sounds weird. Autobots. Autobots. Uh, well, uh, we must uh, fight. I can't remember the, well, the other thing. What's uh, what is it? Witwicky. <laughs> Witwicky. <laughs> Sam Wiggity Wicks. <laughs> it's a DBP inside joke. It's like the Halloween theme. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, you're right. Jesus. Optimus Shinoda. Probably spent, probably spent too long on Linkin Park, but it's a huge band. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's the genre-defining. Yeah. All right, the last band, last of the main not bands. Not but. but. Definitively not but. There's not nothing but. Not but at all. Yeah, there's, no, 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 there's, no, there's no but in Zero that. Not but. even a crack. Yeah, there's... No. That but is shut. <laughs> Sewn <laughs> shut. <laughs> like, uh, there's a movie They're where... overalls. Where, like, the butt is, like, pl- uh, Coneheads. Yeah. In Coneheads, their butt is just skin, and it's, like, plugged shut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's like in the lore of in the conehead. Like, like cone two knobs in the coneheadverse. Two little knobs on their like haunches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the last band of the big five is Corn, and I think they might be the most important new metal band. Yeah. They seem to be like the most respected uh, in the genre, to the point where even a little punk ass bitch like me respects them <laughs> um they formed in 93 in uh the home of west coast country uh and western music bakersfield that's their hometown and you can definitely hear the country influence in their uh music <laughs> <laughs> all right um <laughs> members in incl- <laughs> do you guys know that bakersfield is like a big country thing no no okay bakersfield california yes that's like, a, oh, it's another, like all the another one of these bands from california yeah yeah interesting 
Uh, who's from it? Um, some huge country stars from Bakersfield. Anyway, members include Jonathan Davis on lead vocals and Fieldy on bass, right? Is he on bass? Yep. Yep, and others. And uh, <laughs> they, there, um, there's there's Head. Oh, is there Head? I forgot about Head. Yeah, that's the guitarist. His name is Head. Do you know, <laughs> does anybody else have a fun name or no? I don't think so. Is I it, think everyone else has wasn't like normal there, names. There wasn't. Uh, oh, there was Monkey. Monkey, yeah. Oh, with monkey. a U. I'm sorry. Monkey's yeah. from the band, it too. It was Monkey, Head, and head. Fieldy. Yeah. Head and Fieldy. And then, like, and Joe or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I think, yeah, the members, some members uh, from Korn originally were in a band called the LAPD. <laughs> kind of a fun mm. name for a band. Seems Yikes. The <laughs> LAPD. Wonder why they changed the name. (laughs) (laughs) Their mainstream breakout was definitely 1998's Follow the Leader, uh, which had this song I'll play, which I think was definitely on Dave's thing, right? Freak on a Leash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, And Dave, this was this was your favorite, right? I think so. Band. Oh yeah, this was definitely my favorite band when I was a kid, for sure. This sounds the same as another song we just heard. Was it a Lincoln? No, a Limp Biscuit song. Biscuit. Yeah, n- Nookie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It sounds like a Limp Biscuit song. It sounds exactly like Nookie. Kind of. Yeah. Something lost and never seen. He doesn't really rap though, right? No, he doesn't really rap. No, but there's like he rhythmic scats. things right. to what he does. Right. Yeah. He scats. But they have hip hop, like it. it it's yes. Yeah, it sounds hip hop. Yeah, I mean, musically. it sounds like a Cypress Hill song. Yeah, like with the breakbeat drums and like the the uh, the bass is kind of like a rolling, like up and down kind of bouncy thing. But then like the bass totally changes. Classic video on TRL. Yeah, the video was partially animated. Yeah. This is the one bullet was going bullet, through right? yeah. different oh, rooms. Yeah. And it like followed the bullet in slow motion. Yeah, yeah, that's where the bass changes. Yeah, the bass. It's Very just like percussive. pure percussion. It's like he's playing change in his pocket. <laughs> just slapping his pants with some quarters in his pocket. There's no tone whatsoever, and it's fantastic. I want to skip to the, uh... Yeah, you gotta go to the... Oh, yeah. This this part of the song was very important to me as a kid. Yeah. When he said, Bum da damina, it, I, like, I felt that. And then you have like, it's like a breakdown. The breakdown that like is unrivaled in music. <laughs> and it really is just original sound. Yeah. yeah. Like they, yeah. They, they made the ugliest possible music <laughs> that you could pogo to in the middle of like a field. 
wearing your Jenko jeans <laughs> and all black in like the middle of like a, a hot summer day and you have the time of your life. It, it's an original Great sound, band. but I think it owes a lot to uh, Steven Tyler, personally. I think. <laughs> Steven Tyler's the root of, of that sound. Legend um, of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to say that uh, that video, like, you know, was very impactful for me. 98, 99 TRL. I was like 10, 10 to 11 when this was very popular. And uh, I thought they were scarier than most of the other mainstream bands at the time. They had curses in their songs. The yeah. R in their name was backwards. <laughs> yeah. They had instead like, of, instead like, of the instead of the lead singer's hat being backwards, their R was backwards. Yeah. <laughs> and there and was he, only... he like wore a kilt. He wore a kilt for some reason. Like that was weird. Yeah, their album covers were like corrupted cartoons, like of like children. Like there's always like kids' toys and yeah, like someone I, like a kid about to jump off a cliff. The, kind they, of a creepier like Earthworm Jim. Is they like kind of like created. <laughs> they like created a new mall culture. Like yes. by themselves, yeah. hot topic. They, they, hot topic is is a company and a store established by Corn. Same font. <laughs> yeah, like like it really same is. Font. I didn't like, think about uh, that. Yeah, like, it's just they, no R and topic, like, so you know. It's like Spencer Spencer tell. gifts and hot to- and and hot topic <laughs> are businesses created by Corn somehow. Like yeah, like, yeah. Like, at least it felt like that. Like, like at the time. The other yeah. thing that, about them too, what would be weird, it is like they would have some songs like they also would be like dancey too. Oh yeah, got the life is like and, and like and and like this is where I think like some of that like gothy rave culture kind of like like sinks in 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 got the life because it's like a dancey beat. You'll listen like, to that. This is honestly, got, it's got kind life. of it, it. It's a slapper of a song because it, it has that like it's just catchy. Drives. Let's listen to it. Yeah, it's a disco beat. There's that fucking bass. It's just like... He's like hitting it with drumsticks. Chapman's sick. Oh, he does rap in this, actually, I think. If I remember correctly. It says get your boogie on at some point. That's gotta count for something. The other thing I like about, as I've been just like going through the Wikipedia pages, I've been doing this, you know, a lot of them under genre, it'll say, you know, alternative rock, metal, hard rock, new metal, corn, it just says new metal. <laughs> like, yeah, right. At least for this album, it's just like, that. I mean, it really is just. Yeah, it has like, it has some industrial elements, like because yeah. of like the weird ambient things that yeah. are going on in the song. But like a lot of their songs on those early albums are very different from one another but still have a, like a cohesive sound. Like that one is just like a, a dance song somehow. Yeah. The, the other thing I wanted to say was, was Jonathan Davis. He was a very, a very standout person because, you know, he was kind of intimidating, but also sensitive. Then he had like the eyebrow piercing 
I think he was like the first prominent artist I remember having an eyebrow piercing, white man dreadlocks at one point, and like yeah, his vocal stylings they're very shape shifting. Like he screams, but it's also a kind of like we like a weaselly sounding yeah. tone to his voice. And then of course he does that speaking in tongues type of thing as displayed in in the breakdown of Freak on the Le- on the Leash. Yeah, and he has like like a whiny voice that he whiny, does too. Yeah, and like, there's a whininess to it as well. Yeah. Like a weird blend, almost like he he sounds like there was a lot of different personalities within him, and they yeah. come out like mm-hmm. almost how like Nicki Minaj does that, like where she's like <laughs> has like ten people inside of her. <laughs> Same thing with John da- Jonathan Davis, not maybe not as many people as Nicki Minaj, but I want to see that collab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he did uh, collaborate like with Skrillex eventually. Corn did stuff with Skrillex later. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like uh-huh. seven, eight years ago. I Which, think. yeah, it makes sense. They had like the same haircut or something. <laughs> what was the other song you wanted to play by them, Dave? Oh, this was so. You, you, all right. So this was a song. I think it was on Follow the Leader. It was like one of the last songs. It is actually a rap song that he did with Fred Durst called All in the Family. All in the Family, okay. And and basically like they it's a diss track to each other. And and you I have to warn you it is a little homophobic. It is actually very uh, homophobic. Uh. Um but yeah, like you, you it, it's just like it's just wild. It, it is a time capsule of like 1999. Homophobia included. Yeah, a it's lot of that going like, on in that period. Yeah, too, so. it was just like I mean, like a lot of Limp Bizkit songs were pretty homophobic as For well. Right. So. Yeah. Less yeah. so than corn band. songs. Band. <laughs> yeah. I think less so the corn songs, but I think they really hammed it up for this because they were they were talking about Limp Bizkit the whole yeah. time, and it was just, it's basically just them attacking each other in this song. Let's check it out. Let's check out a little bit of this. Say what? 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 Say too bad, I got your beans in my bag. You stuck up, sucker, corny motherfucker. Taking over flows as the limp, pimp. Need the biscuit to save this group from John Davis. I'm gonna drop a little east side skill. You best step back, cause I'm a kill. I'm a kill. So what you thinking, Mr. Raggedy Man? Doing all you can to look like Raggedy Ann. Check you out, punk. Yes, I know you feel it. You look like one of those dancers from the Hanson video. You little <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, man. Because right now I'm all big kid. Suck my dick, kid, like your daddy did. The fuck you think you're talking Jesus to? Christ. Oh, whoa. Like the you. song is like eight minutes long. It just goes on and <laughs> on. Whoa. It's like it, it's just so wild. Like, I never knew that. That yeah. is crazy. And it's like it's like on Korn's album. Like it wasn't even like a weird like, right, right. like EP or like random single. It was just like it's just on the album and it's just Fred Durst and him just going back and forth. Just, just right. sh- shouting at each other, and Damn. just so of the time, the comparison to Hanson and um, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like 
but that's what was going on, right? Because we, we, we mentioned this before. I mean, it was, it was nuts. Like on TRL, you would see Freak on a Leash be the number one song one week, and the next week it would be I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. You're right. Like, yeah. That's yeah. the kind of shit yeah. that was happening. Like, it's insane. And it's it was a- so pervasive. It's like, you remember like Celebrity Deathmatch, like the Claymation yes. Yes. show? Yeah. Like where, where like the Marilyn, like they had Marilyn Manson kill like the Hanson twins yeah. or the Hanson yeah. triplets oh, or whatever. Wow. The f- they're okay. not even twins. Yeah. They're just brothers. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, like, I remember watching. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember watching like some, some behind the scenes thing of like Marilyn Manson going like, I had nothing to do with it, but like, I thought it was cool. And then like <laughs> someone else saying, someone else saying like, yeah, like, uh, you know, Hanson called the producers cause like their parents are like, our, our sons are crying. <laughs> but yeah, like that stuff was so pervasive. Like the, the boy band versus new metal yep, our, sort of like yes. clash. And uh, yeah, like there it is in the song. Like, yeah. Presenter Dave, did you have anything else on corn there? Uh no, like we can leave it at that. To me, they are the like quintessential, like new metal sound because it's it's such its own thing. Like they are right, unique where it has all the elements. It has the bass, even though it doesn't have the rapping, but it has the hip hop. And what's what? actually even kind of more impressive about it is like it has the hip hop elements, but not in their like action. Like there's you know like there's not as obvious of like the DJing stuff. He almost raps in melody, though. You know, like right, he sings, right. but he still like is very rhythmic with his his vocals. So it's it's so it, yeah, they made it their own thing. So that's probably yeah. why it gets to be called a new thing. Yeah, totally. the, the other thing is that like it, it like I think part of like the new metal like fashion was that like the bands would like sometimes look very like gothy and weird, but a lot of the fans were like kids. So it's not like they can just go out and buy like expensive gothy clothing, right? Because like I don't know if you remember at the time, like you you try to buy like a pair of UFO pants and they were like expensive, and like I remember my sister asking my parents for like, oh, can you buy me these pants? And my dad was like, what? No, they're like a hundred dollars. <laughs> so like like the, the alternative was Jenko jeans, right? Which you can right. buy at Sears, right? <laughs> and they're like edgy, and they have like a pair of like flaming dice on the on the back pocket, which I never oh, like. Even God. at the time, I was like, I guess this is cool. Like I don't know, but the pants like get all wet, like when bottom. you walk through yeah. a puddle, and I guess that's cool. <laughs> Corn specifically kind of had a athleisure look going on. Oh yeah, because yeah. they had Adidas. Yeah, they were doing and a like lot of pony. Adidas. Do, pony, do yes. the, like pony. Yes. Like yep. that was uh, that's the only time I've ever seen anyone wear like something with pony brand on it. Yeah, I'd they never even sponsored heard of it. by Pony. Yeah, it, it was so weird. Like and like, where did it go? I don't. I don't ever seen it ever again. Jonathan Davis fought Meatloaf on on his episode. Um, and <laughs> celebrity deathmatch. <laughs> and, <laughs> And Michael Caine fought Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Classic. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, we should also just say, too, before... Because, I mean, you were right, Dave. We, we should have just said we were going to split this into two parts because I personally don't have time to go into the rest of the other stuff, but I think we should eventually. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We, can, we can we can do, like, like a... Like a, a, sub, a suppository version of new Metal. Right, um, like a... Yeah, I have a lot of suppositories. Like quick hits. Quick like, hits. Like, hear yeah. it. See if it's like buddy or not, or you know. Yeah, because we gotta, because like you put so much into this place, and it it is very enlightening. But um, so we gotta go through that. We should also, I just never even mentioned too that like Dave is like fully not immersed in the new metal world, but 
what 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 is your band's style? Like I've played in like hardcore punk bands and and like hardcore bands and like metal bands and death metal bands. Right now, the band I play in is kind of like a crossover between like grindcore and metal. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a lot of subgenres of like punk and hardcore that I've played in like power violence and shit like that, you know, <laughs> which is, it, it, they, these, these are all subgenres that most people I think will just like kind of laugh at, but like I can define them very clearly, but I won't do it right now because I'll sound like a, a crazy person. <laughs> That's why I said he was like, like with like the subgenre stuff for this new metal stuff, like, the way that you broke it down, and that's why I think it would be good to talk about. Because we talked about, you know, you had Edge and you had... Skater metal. Skater metal, yeah. And like... Costume uh, guys. Costume There's guys, yeah. like Tony oh to Tony Hawk Rock. Tony Hawk yeah, Rock, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never really gave Corn a chance. I think I was too scared, like Dave said. <laughs> like, I was very scared of that. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to have it. That's the thing, is it was like... Like I said, my dad got me the Limp Bizkit CD. I had the POD with my mom. Linkin Park was, like you said, Dave, PG-13. So, like, I just had no access to Korn, really. Yeah. And, like, I, except for the yeah. few songs I downloaded on Kazaa, like, you know, the ones we just listened to. It's it's very uh, telling that, that R was backwards because they were a rated R band. Rated R. Like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I always kind of lumped them in with Slipknot. And I, I never really... But it's I know now that it's not different. You know, oh, yeah. it's a different yeah. thing. Different. Yeah. But like at the time, I think I looked at Slipknot, I looked at Corn, I'm like, I don't think that's for me. But I, <laughs> but I was getting into heavier music, right? I, I like right. I, I, I you know System of a Down. I love Disturbed. I um, uh, again, Slipknot's yeah. a good example of a band where they yeah they have the hip hop element for sure, but it's like too heavy almost yeah they're they're kind of just a metal metal band, band but yeah. like because of the costumes and like all the they play a keg yes and they have like you know like they have a they have a the, a wiki wiki guy like a, well, a sampler well i was just gonna say they have a <laughs> yeah. wiki guy because i think one of the guys in the band is like their web developer <laughs> like i really think that he's he, like, literally did, a wiki like, guy does like their website <laughs> wiki, yeah he he's, wiki. <laughs> he's the wiki yeah, admin for the slipknot i really think that I, I feel like i've referenced that on the podcast many times and I'm, i've never looked up to see if i'm making that up but uh <laughs> julian assange their wiki guy yeah. yeah, he's in the band. Yeah, he's in the band. Okay, let's do this just real quick. Craig Jones, known as One Three Three Number Five, he was the sampler, and he did media and keyboard for Slipknot. J Jones was given the nickname One Three Three as a reference to the processor speed of his computer, One Thirty Three, like I guess megahertz, which was considered the state of the art at the time. Uh, so like he, really, he was like the computer guy. So funny. He was Which always, one was he? Like what, what was his mask or whatever? He was like, the guy with the needles, the sampler guy. Yeah. He had, like, like oh yeah, pin, like yeah, it was like, like a pinhead. Pin yeah. Of. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. He wasn't the guy who jerk off his nose, right? No, not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, so corn is definitely not butt rock at all. No. Um, and then Limp Biscuit, not butt rock. Except for maybe a little bit later, they have butt rock some, tendencies. They right? have some ball. They have some like kind of like ballady stuff, but not really. Yeah, like yeah. behind blue eyes when they. <laughs> behind, did that. I yeah. said that behind blue eyes might be a butt rock song. Their cover yeah. of the Who song. And I do want to say that Limp Biscuit is from Florida, so they're yeah. an outlier oh, there yeah. too. They're from okay. like Jacksonville, which right? I feel like Makes is sense. which I feel like was kind of like the stereotype of at least maybe even like the fan like culture is like like Florida. 
rap rock. Right. Yeah. The white guy with a backwards He's either California or Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Fred Durst. He he looks like a white trash guy from Florida. I mean. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this has been the return of the smack of the cheek. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and My cheeks are raw. Cheeks are raw from all the smacking. Uh, we went through the new metal uh, and talked a little bit about butt rock. We've made some butt rock discoveries. Papa Roach, more, more butt rock than than we thought. Yeah, the most butt of the bands we covered, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'd say to me, if Surprising. I had to like rank them in terms of like from new metal and then like a gradient into, but I would say corn. Limp Bizkit, Linkin Park, Papa Roach, P.O.D., I don't know, P.O.D., Papa Roach, I don't know, I feel, depending on the song, I feel mixed ways, but I'm presenter, um, Brandonk, a.k.a. Ash Don Tushio, a.k.a. presenter Brandon, uh, bye. Thank you, Brandonk. Uh, presenter number two, presenter Danny, uh, you know, taking a deuce on y'all, um, <laughs> number two, the best in this format, the um, flagship fan favorite, Fanny favorite format. I am uh, presenter Fanny, aka Danis, aka Danal. <laughs> stinks in, stink shift. Signing out. Um, love doing the show. Love butt rock. Well, love the discussion of butt rock. <laughs> <laughs> love Creed, though. I do love Creed. <laughs> and I am presenter three. Arguably the number that's most identified with butts looks the most like a butt. <laughs> Two's important too. Two's important too. So is one. I'm trying to figure out how it's important, but I know it's You can't do two without one. You can't Rare. do two of a one. Yeah, you, you need threes of ones to make three or two of ones to make two. No no no. So I mean like you can't go number two without one. It's really hard. It oh is a, yeah. yeah. It is Arguably. a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Child Wait, have you ever just done two, no one? Yeah. I don't know if I ever maybe, have maybe. in my life. You know, maybe if you have like what? diarrhea. I feel like there's always <laughs> some. I've done solo twos. I've done a lot of solo twos. There's always someone, I think. Some. Someone. There's always someone. There's, there's always, always someone. someone out there. <laughs> don't worry. I was trying to help. I wasn't trying to derail us. So yeah. No, but it's a good it's a good conversation to have on this show that we haven't we haven't gotten into it yet. Yeah. Better late than never. I'm presenter number three. I am uh, uh, Dave Colon, and uh, I'm also old Dave on this episode. Thanks for listening, and I'm, thank I'm you new to Dave. new Dave for his contributions. Yeah, yeah, thanks for this playlist. Thanks for making me listen to two and a half hours of new metal <laughs> on a on a Wednesday on a on a Tuesday night. But th- so thorough. The genres are great. It was it was very informative. It it paved the road for some of this stuff. New Dave, do you want to do you want to plug your music at all? You don't have to. No. You want to plug? <laughs> <Okay>. plug? <laughs> <All right. laughs> we just decided on a band name. It's 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 a long story. <laughs> okay. If 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 I'm a guest in like a year, sure. <laughs> right. Fingers crossed. The album is yeah. the album is good though. I've even heard it with all the tracks playing at the same time. Yeah. And it's really good. <laughs> Great. So we'll be back at some point. Don't know when this is coming out, but it'll it'll be the long 
and winding road. We didn't even talk about this. The long oh, road fuck. to see the long road to season six. We didn't even uh, say what decimal point. We don't even say what decimal point. Because we shit. were at season 5.9375. So okay. now I guess we're going to be at like 6 or like Hold on. Nine, I'll tell you six, right now. I'll tell you right now. We're getting into scientific notation. Yeah. It's going to be like. Yeah. Season 6 is still not here. We're just always looking for more ways to have a hard time getting into the show. Yeah. We're going to put it on a long drum roll for this. Okay, one second. Okay. Do you have the right number? Brandon has brought up his calculator on the screen. It was... It was... Uh, okay, I got it. I got it. Hold on. He's typed in the number nine. <laughs> and then he's erased it. I messed up. I messed up a decimal. Hang on. I'm going to get it. It's it's five point nine three seven five. Hold, that's right? what that's what it was. The last thing we did. That's what it was. That's what the DBP. Hang on, I, DBP I know how to figure this out. Was. This is. Hold on. <laughs> on the screen right now is negative four point nine three seven five. How did you get that number, Brandon? Hold on. Got it. Okay. In between wait, five wait, wait, point wait, nine oh, three wait, seven wait, wait, five. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, I just want to hear. I just want to see if we get the same number. So why are you telling me to wait? I'm about to say the number. Well, okay, how do, say how it because I'm trying to remember a number. In okay, my head. so in between five point nine three seven five and six evenly is five point nine six eight seven five. Three oh nine. Oh wait, I did. I added something wrong. Say it one more time. I've been going exactly halfway every time when we come up with these new season names. Okay. So halfway in between. I did the math wrong. I did the math wrong. So halfway in between (laughs) 5.9375 and 6 is is. 5.96875. Right. Okay. So Butt Rock, Cheek 2, season 5.96875. Yes. Thank you for listening. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to Gapril. Gape. Roll. Sorry, gape roll. Gape. Um, gape roll. Gape roll. Yeah. Uh, see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.